It's Keith. A.K.A. Dane. And we Dawson Black. Black. And we back with another episode of Dawson's Creek Season 5, Episode 12, Sleeping Arrangements. Yes, yes. What's going on, What's bro? What's up, bro? How you God, doing? Man, academics, damn. Yeah, Superior man. guys? Yeah, man. You know. Hey, what that R on the side stand for? Man. Revolutionary? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a revolutionist, bro. Yeah, man. You know, you try to... Fresh try hoodie every week. Try to change it up, man. You know, man. This man got a hoodie for 365 days of the year. <laughs> I'm like, God ah, damn. <laughs> That's my day of the year. I just peeked in and cut up jeans. That's what we yeah, had, man. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I got to bring mine out, man. Now, they ain't, they ain't be out here showing off for me, man. <laughs> he, hey, he just said, forget me. Up. He just said, forget me, man. He said, this case, this case we get the camera on. You know? <laughs> so he the dressed yo. like the feds watching. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm cagging up. Oh, man. How you been, bro? I can't man. complain, man. I think they're going with you, man. Oh, man, going good, man. Going good, man. man how'd you bring the New Year in? Oh, man. Um, went, to, um, went to church, you know. Okay, um, I got some blessing, okay. The fan, yeah, got some blessing. Yeah, that's a good way to start. You know, and then um, went with my girlfriend, um, um, brother house for New Year's Eve, and her whole family was over there, her dad's side, and they, it's a lot of them, they deep. Real deep. <laughs> so they they, they Wu Tang deep. I mean, yeah, yeah. The kids and the kids there and all that. It's like kids. So there's a lot of people there. So a lot of love making. A lot of love. But man, what about you and yo? What you do for New Year? What you do? You do anything? Well, my wife she was knocked out, so I was up. Uh, I I brought it in with watching Beverly Hills Cop Three, man. Mm. And like one of my favorite lines in that movie were, <laughs> where they realized uh, in the beginning where they got guns. And the guy was like, but I think she didn't have guns. And then uh, Axel said, they must have changed their worldview. <laughs> changed their worldview. At the appropriate time. I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to use that line now in the most appropriate time ever. And hopefully when I use it, it makes the person I'm talking to laugh. My goodness. It had, it had me laugh. I haven't seen it in a while, man. So it had me bagging up. I know Beverly Hills Cop 3 isn't like the best one out of the three. But um, it, it's, it's one I like. I, I probably like it more than most people do. Yeah, when did it come out? Um, the fourth one. Yeah, fourth one come out. I think this year. I don't know what. I don't know what month, but um. Okay, I got yeah. I know it come out this year. I'm definitely gonna uh, definitely gonna watch it. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, actually, did you go to jail twice? He said, yeah, but I broke out. <laughs> this gonna did it come out in the movie theater or like Netflix? Uh, it's coming on Netflix, man. Gonna be a Netflix special, man. Hit you right in the neck, you know what I mean? They they don't want to hit you in the pocket right, right now. They just want to hit you in the mm-hmm. neck first. Hit you in the neck with it. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, just duck, all right. All the time. Yeah, don't let them get you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're starting off, and we got Melanie on deck. I'm like, okay, Jennifer Morrison. All right, nice to see you. Oh, beautiful eye candy, gorgeous woman to look at. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen her since episode one, right? Mm. I think it's since episode one. I think so. So it took her twelve episodes to get get on board. I'm like, I'm get back on board. I'm like, okay. He's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she comes to see Pacey, and she gives Pacey some bad news. Her uncle got a bigger boat, and her uncle sold the one that Pacey lives in. Mm. So now Pacey got to find somewhere to stay. But she also has some good news, and the good news that she has is that her uncle is going to sail around the Greek islands. And he wants Pacey to come with him. I'm like, man, whew. 
I wish I'd have had an opportunity like that at his age. Seven on the Greek Islands. Can't beat that. He just got a bonus too. He got you know he got money. Right, right on time. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like dang. That sounds like a good time to sail yeah. around. Yeah. It's kind of funny because it's like all our main characters get offered a private deception of Jen so far. Um, they get offered to do something big, you know, like um, Joey in the first was the first season or second season got offered to go to France. Yeah, uh, Dawson gets offered gets offered to go to um, California to a big school for acting, mm-hmm. and now Pacey gets his opportunity to uh, to go to the Greek Islands. Wow, and sell and sell around sell around there. So it's just um, it's interesting. I, I like Pacey and Melanie's chemistry. How you feel about their chemistry? I I did them as like. Uh... There's something to play for. Like, play, I play, f- like, friendship. I don't, I don't see nothing serious. So, is their chemistry better, or is Pacey and Audrey's chemistry better? Pacey and Audrey. Okay. You said you said that quick with your chest, too, though. Yeah. And you didn't even get that five seconds. Yeah, nah. I can see it. You know, I'm very, I'm very good at seeing things and going with it. You know? yeah, it was me. I had a dunk on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can get it. Yeah. <laughs> Line them up. But, yeah, um... Pacey and Melanie kiss. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was a nice little, uh, you know, somewhat of a relationship kiss, but you know, we know they're not technically yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. But it's just, it's some love there. Yeah. Jen- Jennifer looked good. She is looking good. Uh, Next scene. You now, Dawson walks into the bathroom as Jenna is doing her hair and makeup. I think she's doing her hair and makeup. She's, she's doing some makeup. I noticed that she was doing the makeup. She was putting the, uh, I want to say toothpick so bad, but it's not a toothpick. Um, the Q-tip in her mouth, and she was like uh, fixing up uh, something around her eye. I, I never seen a woman do that before. So, ladies, let us know. That's something that that women do. I'm 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 kind of curious. Um, I felt like it was an interesting technique. <laughs> Is it something different? Not in there. Not in a horny way, y'all. Get your minds out the gutter. Okay. Cause I already know what some of y'all are thinking. Yeah, we ain't like that, y'all. So you know Dawson, is, you know, is trying to make plans with Jen, and at the same time, he's also trying to try to find out where his toothbrush is at. And so Jen tells him, like, "Oh, I didn't know that was your toothbrush." I'm like, "Well, well, Jen, who else toothbrushes are going to be? <laughs> it's only you, him, and Graham's there. Well, I guess you got Jack, Jack too. But if you if see a toothbrush that looks unique and it stands out, you know, Dawson ain't been living there except for now." You would think. You, you would know. think. You know, you put two and two together. But that's my girl, Jimmy. Gonna give her a break. Gonna give her a pass. Yeah, yeah. We need to get Jen a little pass. She's been doing good. She's been doing good so far. So I'm gonna give her a pass for now. Yeah, but just kind of intense in this. In this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, she's kind of yeah. intense in this uh, scene. You know, see. I'm gonna shake you a little bit. I ain't know. Yeah, she's she, she's saying stuff with her chest out. You know what I mean? And you know, she's talking about uh, like like Dawson like um. Like, don't go in the cabinet, because Dawson goes into the cabinet, and I guess he wanted to get some dental floss or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he's like, hey, that, that's my cabinet, that's my stuff. And, you know, Dawson's kind of like, oh, Man, oh okay. I, I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> I, I can kind of say it, ain't you? All right, so Dawson's like, all right, let me exit stage left. Like, she's in a, in a bit of a mood. I mean, she did warn him before, you know, he got in there. She was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm fixing up my hair. I'm paraphrasing here, of course. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more aggressive than usual, paraphrasing again. Like, you know, I didn't think she had to be like that towards Dawson. But we'll we'll find out why later on. So Dawson kisses her on the forehead and he leaves. I'm like, all right, Dawson, all right, you know. Sometimes men got to take the L a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. We we low-key kind of hate taking those L's. But, you know, we just, <laughs> you know, we deal with people, you know, you got to, you know, when you yeah, in a relationship, you got to yeah, grin and bear it a little bit. It is what it is, and you're going 
you live. Like you live the fight night day. Yeah. You think you man? You think you a man with that gun in your hand? <laughs> Next nah, scene. A man without it. Nah, I'm a man without it. So Joey's in class. Professor Wilder gives him an assignment, and then he dismisses him. Professor Wilder calls out Joey, like, hey, come here. <laughs> he love calling out Joey, man. He's like, he don't know nobody else in that class. I know. That's all he, that's all he knows. But then again, he does know Elliot. And he not only knows Elliot, he calls Elliot out. I was like, how'd you feel about him calling Elliot out? Like, did you feel I'm like, like... I don't know. Like, did you sign me up for L? Like... Yeah, that was kind of wild. That was like... It was like, it was like, damn, Mr. Wally, where you smooth at? You being real aggressive. Because <laughs> he said, um, I think Elliot, you know, has been, his name is Elliot Sawyer, and I think he's been waiting to talk to you. And I'm just like, wow, real smooth, Walter. And, and then he asked Elliot if he wants to flirt with Joey. I'm just like, I know we're in college, but this don't feel like you're, like, overstepping a boundary a little bit. He, so don't, you, he don't do much. Yeah, like, are you asking Elliot if he want does he want to flirt with Joey? I just like and you're you're like a little bit too. I, I couldn't imagine being a teacher and being it, this comfortable. It, it was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, the, the teachers on this show, <laughs> he's nowhere near the worst, but it's just it's interesting the boundaries that that people um, cross on this show, man. I'm telling you. So, Mr. Wilder leaves. He says something along the lines like. Uh, Cause he's like, uh, Elliot goes, I don't know if I'm trying to flirt with her. So he says something along that line. And then Mr. Wilder said, uh, I'm going to say Miss Wilder. Wilder says, <laughs> well, I guess you're not the man I thought you were. And he walks away. I'm just like, in my head, I don't know, like, yeah, do, do, like, do you want the bicycle kick or the hurricane kick? You want to get dunked on? Or yeah, what? I'm just like, man, how many points do you want to score on you? Because <laughs> so, sometimes you got to ask, but you got at least, like, you know, I'm, you, you know what? I'm gonna be kind on this one. And ask you, hey, do you want thirty or forty? So he leaves. So now it's just Elliot and Joey. Elliot nervously asks Joey, "Hey, do you remember me?" I'm just like, Elliot, this is not smooth. And I know, I know my man. He <laughs> didn't. I know he didn't set you up, man. And uh, <laughs> he threw the oop, and you got to catch it way at the three point line. Yeah, he messed up he the said, pass. He, said, he, said, he, said, he, said, he threw you the oop. <laughs> he, he, he thought you could go get it. Yeah, that oop was way, 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 way away from the rim. I get it, but at the same time, this ain't this ain't the smoothest moment, Elliot. <laughs> so Joey's like, "No, nah, I don't remember you." And then, and then Elliot's like, "Yeah, we was at that party." Um, and he was like, "Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened at that party." And Joey's like, "Yeah, a lot." Of that's when I think that's when Joey remembered her and started started thinking like, "Okay, oh, you the guy that slept with her, Audrey." You know, you slept with Audrey, you ain't get none of this candy. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Joey's strict about that candy now. Candy. So Joey leaves. Um, I think she kind of left. Be- I-, I-, I thought at first she left because the conversation was getting awkward, and I think it was. Um, he he felt a little bit, you know, he was kind of like pity-patting around the situation, and it felt like he <laughs> like he was a little uncomfortable, so... It, it, it just made the scene look a little uncomfortable. They both uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, but now that, I, that, that I'm thinking about it, I think Joey just left because, after watching the whole episode, obviously, you know, Joey left because he felt like he was the one that, he was one of the guys that slept with uh, Audrey. So Elliot follows Joey out outside. I'm like, I don't know. I like, this is, this is, I like, Elliot, I, I'm not liking this. I mean, she's kind of like brushing you off. Yeah. I'm like, Elliot, just kind of just leave, leave it alone. Let, let it be, you know? Let it be, dog. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? Yeah, she, she, she actually, she, 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 she,
yeah. somebody like that, then don't bother them. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know you're getting your Crispin Glover on, but man, but just, yeah, just. <laughs> she said later on in the episode, she says he, she, she says Elliot is cute in a Crispin Glover kind of way. He doesn't like Crispin Glover though. You know, you know who that is. No, no, no. He's from. Uh, he kind of plays like uh, Wild Rose. Do you remember? Uh, not Wild Rose. I guess he kind of plays like Weird Rose a little bit. He has kind of his own unique style, so to speak, um, which is kind of cool. Kind of like Aubrey Plaza has her own unique style um, when it comes to movies. Have you ever seen Charlie's Angels, the first one? I think so. I don't think he's the main villain, but he's like one of the villains they fight. It was either on one or two. I think it was the first one. Can't, he can't remember. And I think he like pulls one of the angels' hair, hairs as he's fighting her. And, and he like licks it or something like that. <laughs> I remember him. I, I can't put a face to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, he got a little bit of Vega in him. But yeah, but Elliot, you know, follows uh, you know, follows Joey outside and asks if she wants to go for a coffee. And Joey's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. You ain't get good shit out of You ain't get none of this, boy. All right, no candy for you. Next scene, you know, dinner's on the radio, you know, talking. And um, she said, she says that what well, the problem with this is in that today's world, as far as like music, you know, you got your Britneys and your NSYNCs, but nobody rocks anymore. You know, I don't know nothing about this, y'all. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna have to school me on this when she's talking about nobody rocks. Um, and let's do a little bit of light rock and roll here and there. I got a little bit more versatile playlist than what I did when I was uh, in my early 20s and, and, and late teens. But um, around this time when this came out, I was not listening to rock like that. So you know, hopefully, one of you guys that's listening can help you, help me boy out with that. So Jen takes a call, and she said, "You know what?" As she's taking the call, she said, "You know what? Um, I know you got a request or whatever, but I'm not playing Limp Biscuit." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." I, like, I thought I thought Limp Biscuit uh, was the man. I don't know. I don't know. Back then, he was that dude. Back then, I thought he was. Yeah, but he definitely was. Um. That was a dig at. I'm not really sure why, but maybe maybe he did something wrong back then. I don't know. So the caller asked, you know, it didn't have it didn't have a boyfriend, and Jen's like, yeah, I got a boyfriend. To he almost doesn't feel like a boyfriend got known for a long time, but so the caller starts talking about her boyfriend, and she says her boyfriend and her have sex, but the sex tends to be abbreviated. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus! Oh Jesus! She said abbreviated. I was like, oh my goodness. Not laughing at the guy in this situation. Um, yeah, I am a little bit. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was laughing as she used the word abbreviated. I was like, I, I never heard that. I said, that, that's a new one. I never heard that before. So Jen tells the caller that, you know, this is a problem that can be solved. And, and then she said, you have to understand the nature of the male ego. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're 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 in the midst of this of this gender battle, uh, so and I just seen the movie Barbie, so I'm just kind of like, hmm, what is that? What, what does Jen mean by that? <laughs> I like the movie Barbie by the way. I gave it seven out of ten. I liked it. <laughs> so next scene, <laughs> and let him know, Dad. You know, you never know, man. These guys that try to block you on a fadeaway, man. You gotta be. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta be careful, bro. Damn, I'm trying uh, to tell you, man. Yo, okay. yo, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you what I know. I'm trying to tell you what I know, bro. Trust me. I gotta make sure. Yo, yo, move it, like that. 
I, I see you trying to do it, it funny as hell. I'm trying to make sure we all we all on the same team right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. We good, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, the, the, male, the male female have been bigger for a minute, man. I, I'm just trying to get us all back together, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get us to move <laughs> as one, man. Oh, man. I'm trying to get us to move as one, Yo, man. That cracked me up, man. I, I cannot hold my laugh in. Anytime I see a female, I, got, I have so much respect for her. I, I, I just give them a hug. Like, I just, I, just want them, I just want them to know I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, man. Keep uh, cares and don't nobody else care, man. Keep right. cares. Keep cares. Don't nobody else care. You know? I, I got you. <laughs> I ain't from Don't worry about nothing. You need yeah. the gas pump. I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? TK. Oh, man. You need a jump. I got you. Hey, he cracking me up. Mm-mm-mm. So, in, in, in the next thing, you know, Jack is moving into the frat house, you know, with the help of Dawson. I'm like, all right, Larry, I see, I see Larry on board. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, not too long ago, you just punched him in the mouth. But I mean, but y'all cool now. I like this, man. I, I like, I like how far y'all came, man. Yeah. I, that is one thing that I do like about this show to see how far all these characters have came. They all came far away, man. Cause at first, man, they couldn't see each other, so now they all good. You know, so, so Jack says, hey, you know, hey, you know, it's time to move out. We done did the uh, the Greg and uh, the Greg and Dharma. I actually never seen that show. Uh, Dharma um, thing for a while, and she, Jack's like, hey, you know, we, we we need a break. So Jack <laughs> asked Dawson, tells Dawson, hey, take care of Jim for me. It's funny because this is the same line that Dawson tells Pacey in season three. Pacey took, Pacey took care of him. Right? Pacey did take care of Joey. Not in the way that, that, that Dawson, Dawson thought. Was, yeah, yeah. He, he, he took care. Whatever Dawson asked, he, he, he did it. Sweet baby Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. So Jack. So Jack thinks it's it's weird, you know, for the upperclassmen and Eric to be sharing a room together because he gets he gets into the room, and the upperclassmen and and Eric you know, they're, they're moving out there and they're rooming up together and, and yeah, Jack is kind of like, well, why are they rooming up together? Um, you know, because because Jack he starts he starts to figure out a little by little like, oh, they, these guys are not comfortable with me. So I, I, how did you think about that scene? Do you think it was okay? Would you have if you was if it was you back in the day? Would you be comfortable with? Or being in the room with a with a gay guy? I do not know. Okay. Um. Now, but you guys saying it? It it it, it, um, it kind of depends on what age I was. I, I wasn't around it that much as I am now. Now, I'm, I, if I was in college now, I probably wouldn't care, cause cause I I I already know who I am. And not 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 worry about who was around. Um, when you're young, sometimes you can be influenced by others. And I think now, I think the other guy maybe he was influenced by what other people would think about him. What people put him as a he gay too. And and I understand you don't want to be labeled that because that's not true. So I understand why he could have felt that way. You know, there's so many so many reasons, so many. Ways that you know he could have felt, so I really get that, you know, because back then it's different when you're younger, you know. Um, cause it, it, was, it was a couple gay, um, gay people in my grade or in my class, you know. So, some people, uh, how did they get treated? How did they get treated? Um, the guys, the guys, the guys, in they, they were all cool with the girls. I ain't see like nowadays different. You got right. guys that, that that are gay and they like really cool. Like I remember the one time the one guy I didn't even know he was gay. 
the whole time, but he was so cool. And when he finally came out, I was like, for real? You are? You act like it. And, and I remember he had a hard time telling his brother. And I remember he said, yo, he, he, he said, I don't know how my brother going to take it. He thought his brother going to disown him. But his brother, but his brother didn't. And I remember, I, and I, remember, I remember I hit him up. I said, yo, man, I don't really care what you are. You, you all going to be my boy. All right? You cool. And he like, thanks, Dane, man. You know, I mean, it's good to hear that, man. Because some, some, some people were just acting a little weird towards me. I'm like, man. That's just, in life, you know, people act different and weird with things going on, you know. I said, but I'm always here to talk to, you know. So, just, everybody don't think differently, man. About you, about you, how, how would you handle that? Um, I'm not going to lie. At, if I was 20 years old or 18, I think I'm about 18 right now. 18 years old, if I'm moving into um, a frat house or a dorm and I found out my roommate was gay, I know I would not be comfortable at 18, 20 years old. Yeah, I, I know that for sure. I know I would yeah, not be comfortable yeah, young, um, young. with that. Um, but knowing me, I probably would have... I probably would have played it off like it would maybe like it was okay. Um, now, if someone would have been like, would you prefer to move somewhere else? I probably would have said yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. At 18 years old. Me too. Now, if I and couldn't then, move somewhere else. Um, I wouldn't I, I won't go about it like trying to really get out. Yeah. I just would have stayed. Yeah, I would have. I would probably would have said Like you said, up. you asked me. Yeah. Yeah, you asked yeah. me. You give me the answer, I, I would have said yeah. I yeah. But, um. What probably would have happened was I would have just you know hung in there. Um, I, I would have took I did I did I ate some some cold for sure. I'd have took some L because I'm sure it's just a two the year two thousand. I was going to get clown for that for sure. Yeah. But probably once I I'd have got to know the person, I'd have been like you know this person you know is pretty cool because the thing of it is the only thing I could really say about myself is that I I knew a gay person before that mm-hmm. that was um that was openly gay and at that time and. And uh, he was he was cool. Like he knew my mom when he was cool. So there was that I did have that. So um, I would have been okay with that though. It, it would have just had took me a while to get mm-hmm. adjusted to it. Now maybe if I didn't know that 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 gay guy that used to live next door to us and, and he yeah. wasn't real cool, with my mom. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That would that would have. <laughs> I would probably, I don't know how. I don't know if I'd have been able to uh, how comfortable I would. I don't, I don't know how long it would have took me to get to get cool with him. But I think we'd have been cool after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in the next scene, you know, we're at uh, Civilizations. Um, Dan asks Audrey about Table 6, and <laughs> Audrey's like, well, I don't blame him for being upset. You know, that's, the sound that's pretty bad. You know, that, that sucks for you. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, there's got to be a montage. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet, but there has to be a montage out there of Audrey's clips, man. There has to be a Dawson's Creek montage. Oh my gosh, he got some classic one-liners, man, for sure. So, um, so Pacey comes out of nowhere, and uh, Audrey says, "Hey, gorgeous," and then Pacey says, "Hey, Audrey." Dan says, "He never called me gorgeous." And Audrey says, "Audrey says that's because you're old enough to be my father." <laughs> Dan goes, "Yikes!" Um, it was. I, I think it was great to hear that line, and um, not to go too deep on this, um. But I think it was great because that that whole little scene right there, because a lot of guys around Pacey's age at that time they don't get a lot of compliments, and I think this gets overlooked. Men don't get that many compliments. So for someone as gorgeous as Audrey mm-hmm. to look at Pacey and say, "Hey, gorgeous," and then 
Meaning that it doesn't have to necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's just her saying that, hey, I, I just, I took it as me personally. I took it as, hey, we're cool now. We're getting friendlier. You know, you know. I think I think she you're attractive. Yeah, I, I think you're attractive, but it doesn't have to mean anything. I can call you gorgeous, you know, and make you and make you feel good in front, of, you know, in front of a nice crowd. Cause we're cool enough now. Yeah. So I I think and I've had that happen to me before. And and the thing about when you have these type of compliments happen to you, men don't forget these. I'm telling you, man. Like men cherish these. We might not ladies, we might not say it. It might not seem like it, but I promise you. We cherish these type of compliments, you know, here and, there. and I'm, not, I'm not saying just do it to any guy that you see, but if someone you're cool with, you know what I mean, and this and that, y'all, you can be, then you can say, hey, hey, what's going on, good looking, or something like that, hey, gorgeous, how you doing, how you doing, handsome, you know, something like that, you know, and you know, just, you know, give them some, some more pep and stuff throughout the day, you know. Guys really do appreciate that. Might not sound like it, but we do. Yes, we do. So, Pacey is um, trying to ask Dan something, you know, and Dan uh, <laughs> wants Pacey to be the new bread maker. They had a bread maker that had a lot of tattoos, but... He ended up going back to jail. You know, Dan was like, man, he was amazing. But uh, he ended up uh, going back to jail. So now he's trying to get Pacey to be a new bread maker. Audrey can see that something is wrong with Pacey. And she's like, hey, what's wrong? But Pacey's like, you know, nothing. You know what I mean? You know, Pacey's playing it off like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. Next scene. You know, Grams is in the kitchen playing Game Boy Advance. I was like, oh, okay, Grams. I was trying to see what she was playing. You know, it was hard. We get two video game um pop-ups in this uh in this episode so that's the game boy Advance. I'm like grand's playing game boy advance it's funny because that's the one i bought my brother um way back when back in that time actually around 2001 2002 yeah game boy advance oh, we going back, man. yeah i think i think uh I, it definitely the game i'm trying to get the game where i got him i think it was the mario game and i bought him the uh the Game Boy Advance, the Mario game, and I got him the instruction manual for it. Mm. And I remember, I remember that they were Wheaton Mall, and I, I'll never forget that day because that's also the same day where this old lady came out of nowhere and like, asked me like the sweetest thing ever. She said, "Can you walk me across the street, please?" Aww. Yeah, I was like, "What? I just saw you see in the movies." What? Yeah, I couldn't believe she asked me that. I was like, eight, I remember I was, I was like 18, 19 years old, and I was. <laughs> I was astounded that this older lady asked me to walk her across the street. I was like, yeah, sure. She grabbed on my arm, and I just I walked her. It, it, it took us about 10 years to get across the street, but we got there. You know, and I, was, I, was told, I, I thought it was so awesome that she even asked you that. I still remember that to this day. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, so Dawson tells Grams, hey, um, hey, Grams, I know this could be a little bit... You know, I'm, call, I'm paraphrasing here. Be a little bit weird with, you know, me and Jen being together and being under your same roof at the same time. Yeah. If there's any boundaries that you have, any ground rules, you know, that you have, I, I would, you know, I would definitely uh, respect them. And I, I love Dawson for that. I love how he, you know, how he realizes the situation. Because I don't know how the younger Dawson would have handled this. This would have been probably a lot worse. Mm-hmm. You know, because he would have, he probably would have said this. But he would have said this in anticipation for he he would anticipation of wanting her to say something that he wanted to hear. But this time, you know, this is older Dawson, season five Dawson. Season five. Yeah, this is season five Dawson, and he you know he was all ears and he was you know was open to anything she had to say, and it, it was good to see. It was really good to see. And you know, Graham's just like, hey, 
Um, you know, it's all good. You know, I'm I'm coming along. I I, I like to feel like I'm growing at my older age, and you know, yeah. with that with the help of Jen. Yeah, cause, yeah, you know how she was when she first came. Yeah, yeah, she was a little stuffy, you know. The, the nose is a little stuffy, but you know now the nose is, is getting cleared up, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. How's <laughs> just going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, she's good to go. Yeah, um, as she said, I couldn't even say the word penis. I was like, oh, the callbacks are so amazing. I was like, yeah, you know what? That's that's keep it edgy, like you yeah. can't say it, like please. Yeah, that's that's dog. Dog said, yeah, I would appreciate it if you never said that again. <laughs> She's yeah, like. Yeah. She said, will do. So, Grams goes to the uh, sink. Uh, I believe she either starts to cook something or she's washing the dish. I'm not quite sure, 100% sure what she's doing. But Dawson's like, hey, you know, Jen's on the radio. Let me turn it on. So, he turned the radio on, and, and Jen's on the mic. Knock it out the box, Rick. Knock it out, Rick. Knock it hey. out the box, Rick. That's not about that, man. Um, so, Jen's on the mic. You know, Jen's on the mic. And this lady, you know, was like, um, I've been, I'm in, there's another caller, I asked Jen for some relationship advice, and the, and the lady's like, I've been in a relationship for three months, I believe she said three months, and then my boyfriend is starting, and then before she could finish, Jen steps in to answer the question, he's starting to pull away. I'm like, dang, Jen, like, Jen, is it like that? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, Jen, wow. Jen on it. You know, and Jen was, and she's like, yeah, so do you have any relationship advice, what, what can I do? Well, Jen says, well, the, the honeymoon phase is over. Um, men usually leave Santa Claus isn't real and wrestling is fake so you can use sex to keep them around I was like Jesus Jen I'm like this is a mellow way to to answer this question like this like it feels like 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 she's drowning or something like he's trying to drown her like I'm like yo Jen let her get some air let her breathe damn damn She said the best way to deal with men is like a disaster. I was like, Jesus, we we gotta. <laughs> as a society, we gotta chill, man. I, I know this is 2002, but I'm just, but I'm just like, you know, we have this weird thing going on where, where men and women just feel like crazy ways about each other, as far as gender, and it's just like, man, we gotta chill out. We gotta get back to showing each other some love, man. Like, my goodness. Like, not 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 necessarily getting on Jen per se, but just just in, just in general. I'm just like I've been man. watching a lot of TikTok and all that, man. I'm just like, yeah. I love TikTok because of the dances and all that, but you can't help but see, you know, some of the. You can't help but be a part of the battle in some way, whether you want to the gender battle, whether you want to or not, and. It would be nice if we could be uh you know just 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 relax a little bit. Let's let's start coming together, everybody. <laughs> together. Like she said, it's like a disaster. You know, you have to be prepared uh, for what you know is coming. I'm just like Jesus, Jen. Great advice. I mean, I'm not saying it ain't true for some men, but my goodness, you think every man is not? You think every man you're gonna meet? I just it's just amazing because, and I'm not I'm not putting this on women per se because it's, it's like a big circle because it's like women they they get with these guys that they know are deep down somewhere probably not good for them yes but these are the a lot of times these are often the only guys that go at them so they're like okay well I guess I gotta date somebody eventually you know why not you hot shot but the problem with hot shot is that he just got demoralized and dissed by so many women 
before he met her, that he's like, you know what? I'm unfazable now. You can't break me, but I am going to try to break you. So it's like it's like a weird circle, and it's just these some of the people, especially like around my age, man, they they are so damaged. They can't even. They're going to go the rest of their life single. A lot of people mm-hmm. from my age, I'm 40, so a lot of people my age and up, they're going to go through the rest of their life single because of the past damage that they have witnessed. And some of it's their fault, some of it's not. Yeah. But a lot of people don't realize you know, the, their own faults. One of the reasons why I think I'm a better husband for my wife um, right now because I realized some of the faults that I had in my previous relationships. I, I thought about it and I was like, okay, this is what I did good, but it's also what I did bad. It's okay to hold yourself accountable, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. And I, I realized, like, in all aspects of a relationship, I realized, okay, I did this with this person. Now that I'm with her, let me not do this. Let me let me try to handle this this way. Let me do this this way. You know, sometimes instead of, you know, giving my opinion about something, let me just listen and let, let her talk. You know, it's just, you know, it's just little things that, but people don't want to hold themselves accountable, so it's hard to, to see you what you're doing wrong and hard to make your relationship better if you don't, you know, hold yourself accountable. But mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, what I know. <laughs> so next thing, you know, Joey is looking looking at uh, Wilder's books. Um, this scene was a little bit hard to uh, <laughs> dissect to a degree, but I'm going to try. So they, I guess they're in a library or a bookstore. I wasn't quite sure. And uh, Wilder, you know, it, it pops up out of nowhere. So I'm guessing they're in the school library, I guess. I don't know. A little weird, baby. I'm with you. Yeah, it popped up like a dark night, man. He, I'm, I'm, he I'm, was coming out of nowhere. Weird. Mm-hmm. I'm, then you, is he stalking her a little bit? I mean, hey, I'm just saying. It's a little weird. A little weird. You know, so one book he wrote when he was 20, and the story is about friends sleeping with friends. I wonder what that's an odd to. <laughs> And um, he says a line that I thought was kind of true. He said, be on a first-name basis with the person you were back then. You never know. Um, that might come back to haunt you one day. Mm. I mean, I, I got what he was trying to say there. Um, a little bit of a wild, wild line for Wilder, but I, I get what he was trying to say. But it, it does seem to be popping up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, um, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, is he... Is he enjoys life too much? I don't know. It's just it's he's the teacher, so it's just I don't. I, I had professors in in my school. I don't remember seeing them outside of class. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing. I remember professors in my college. I see him. A, I see him a whole lot. You might yeah. You might catch one in the and maybe in a grocery store one day on a I random day. A cafe, character. Well, yeah, never like. As much as these two running each other, it's like it's a reason why this happening. Mm. I guess. <laughs> so the next thing, Audrey could tell that something is wrong with Pacey, you know, because his energy is low. Audrey tells Pacey, like, "Hey, you know, if you want to go see, um, go at sea and work on a boat, you know, you should do that." And then, because Audrey does remind Pacey, I believe in the scene before. Is it scene before? No, no, no. That's actually coming up later. But um, Audrey does Pacey, like, hey, you know. Uh, that's what you want to do. You, you should do what you want to do. Because Pacey, he's a little bit nervous about asking Dan. He hasn't quite asked Dan yet. Mm-hmm. Next scene. So we're back at Jack's room. And Jack you know, asks the leader, you know, why Why is he in the room by himself? 
and the lead is like, look, look, Jack. Um, he's just trying to like gaslight him a little bit. He's like, look, Jack, we we like you, man. It's just uh, you know, the, you know, we 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 just feel like you know, this should happen because of this. It's basically kind of tell him a bunch of BS. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the leader tells Jack, hey, you know, you know, Eric, you know, he was, he, he kind of like Jack kind of gets him to, to, it takes a little while for Jack to know, you know, know that him, but um, he finally, you know, gets to like the root of what the problem is, and and the leader, because I didn't know the guy's name, I I just call him the leader, the upperclassman. <laughs> he says Eric um, wasn't comfortable, you know, rooming with him. So. Do you think Eric is in the wrong here? Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think? It's, it's kind of hard because Eric is is entitled to it, to his feelings. We can't just say, "Oh man, he's so wrong." But around that time, it it wasn't. It, it's not like it is now. You know, you know, back then it was like, and he can put it on the spot. So I can't say he was wrong. But I do feel sorry for Jack, um, for, for Jack because dang, he he just wanted a roommate, you know, and he thought he would come there, everybody, everybody would accept him, and now he, now he's seeing that everybody is not. So kind of fifty fifty, man. I understand both sides, and I don't think he's wrong for feeling that way. He he's entitled to it for his feelings. You can't say because because he is the gay community, he can't no feelings. No, I mean back then it's they're way different. Even now, people still feel that way. I'll be like, I don't care, man. I, to me, personally, now, I don't, I don't really care because I know who I am. But he's, he's still learning himself. He's still young. 18, 19, whatever you are, you you don't know who you are yet. You going to get teased, clown. Like, you never know what that what happens to that guy. So I understand both sides. What about you? Um... I think I think in this situation, I think two things can be true, um, and I don't think this gets said enough. But in situations, sometimes two things can be true. I think Jack has the right to feel the way he feels because you know he wants to have the real you know college, experience. yeah, experience. You know the real college, you know fraternity experience. You no, know, he wants a roommate, and I understand his side, but I understand Eric's side too. I think you know at the same time, him being uncomfortable with being um, with a gay person um, in his room. And his roommate, I mean, as a roommate. But here, here's the only like kind of throwback that I got for Eric a little bit because it's like, don't everybody in the frat know Jack is gay and they're all comfortable with it, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, um, I'm not saying he can't feel how you feel, but it's at the same time, it's like, you know, if you guys, if you're all accepting and you all feel a certain way, like, is it really that? Is it that big of a deal? But. At the same time, I, I, I understand why you know why he would feel comfortable. I, I get it. I mean, I feel like you know sometimes for a guy, you know how we feel, we can get kind of like put to the side a little bit. Just think about it. If that was a female feeling some type of way about it, I don't think it would be it. They would get more pushback than a guy feels some type of way about it. I ain't gonna lie, this was a female, it probably didn't even be a discussion because they probably, because females are probably, they, they, they love gay people so much. <laughs> so it probably didn't be a discussion. But I, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that would go down, but the, the pushback probably wouldn't wouldn't be as, as strong. I don't know. I guess it all depends on the situation. But I guess in general, I can, I can, I can see where, you, where you're going with that. Yeah. 
So in the next scene, you know, Audrey, uh, oh no, sorry, we're back at civilians, and you know, Pacey is telling Dan, "Hey, um, I got a new gig, I got a chance to go overseas, and you know, because Dan he's trying to get to the butcher, but but Pacey's trying to get his attention. When Pacey finally gets his attention. He tells him he got the new job, and Dan's like, "Hey, hey, congratulations, man! You know, it gives him a standing ovation. You know, he gets the guys in the in the uh, cafeteria, um, or in the kitchen to clap for him, and you know, for a couple of seconds." <laughs> And he's like, all right, man, go do, go do your thing. And so, you know, Audrey, you know, tells Pacey, like, yeah, you know, she, you know, she isn't shocked that, you know, that Dan was happy for him. And, then, you know, you know, Pacey's kind of like, like, he, you know, he's, he's still a little bit shocked how, how he act, reacted. And Audrey's like, well, how do you expect him to react? You want him to be disappointed? And, and you know, Pacey's like, yeah, I wouldn't have, you know, I, I thought he would be disappointed. A little sad. Yeah, a little sad, yeah. But, uh. You know, Audrey's like, well, you know, people that care about, care for you, you know, they they want to see you happy. They want you to do what makes you happy. So I'm not shocked. And then on top of that, she also said, like, you know, you know maybe you uh, kind of forgot that you kind of got a life here too. You know, you know what what, what makes it Pacey is, you know, is, you know he is making a good living for it. So he's got a bonus. You know, he, he's in the kitchen doing you know what he likes to do. You know, he, like he says later on in the episode, you know, he basically has no reason to run away. Everything. You know, he's kissing Melanie now, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fighting with Audrey a little bit, you know. Got a good light going on. You know, he, he didn't kiss Karen, you know what I mean? He didn't, I guess he saved Karen from, from getting attacked by a, 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 a disappearing dude. I don't know. <laughs> a disappearing dude. Yo, you crazy. So Austin says, well, there's also that other thing. And Pace is like, what? And I said, well, you totally want me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> The way Busy Phillips delivers these lines is on a level unexplanatory. Like he just, I it's she is, she's captivating. You know, she's captivating in her own way, and it's just kind of wild when you compare her to the character that she plays um, on Freaks and Geeks. Like she's like a totally different person, like on there, and it's like the, the range is is amazing. That's how I say the range is crazy. Yeah, I got I got to give Busy Phillips that. I didn't I didn't really. I remember the first time, first view, loving her, but I didn't. I didn't realize the range. You got some good range, yo. So Pacey says, "Well, if you're attracted to me, and all you have to do is say so." And Audrey says, "Um, I don't know, Pace. Um, you're kind of boring. I love how she delivers that line. I love, I love the tone. I love how she delivers it. I love how she kind of looks away and then gives some odd contact when she says he's boring. Like she, <laughs> she put some, she put some pressure see, on that. She put some pressure on that ego." <laughs> At me, I would say, yeah, I'm born, but you still want me, don't you? You, you want my born ass, don't you? <laughs> hey, you either had something for him? Oh, yeah, 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 I had something for him. <laughs> you know what I did? He dug him around. Got him. So, the Pacey, uh, Pacey is boring. Like, boring, what are we talking about? She said, I don't know, the whole you know, walking on water thing doesn't do it for me. Walk on water. Yeah, she crazy for that line. Her line be crazy. And then Melanie walks in, comes out of nowhere. And Audrey says, um, well, Pace, I think you uh you got somebody wanting your attention. And he, Pace is like, Yeah, sure, how do you know? She said, Well, she either has a bad taste in boys or she's a great lesbian. And Pace turns around and sees Melanie and it's like like, yeah, we're going to forget Audrey exists a little bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm not getting that ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. 
I'll holler at you. Yeah, she said, he, he said, nah, I don't want to give you that ride. But he's like, I'll still take you away. You know, I was like, all the nine cop blocks. She, 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 she sees what's going on. She yeah. got good eyes. Yeah. She, got, she got a keen eye for details. You know yeah. what I mean? She said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, you better be good because I ain't want to turn your ass down. Thank you. <laughs> so, Jen, you know, she's walking home. And Dawson's outside waiting on her. And uh, Jen's like, hey, you know, I, I, I did go on the radio today. Um, They want me to do my own show talking about relationships. And, uh, you know, Dawson's like, hey, that, that's good. That's great. You know, I, I, I like how Dawson supported her on that when she said that line. I, I, I like I like how he did that. And Dawson tells Jen, you know, because Jen's like, well, go ahead and say it. I know you want to say something. Go ahead. That's why he stood out here. And then Dawson's kind of like, well, I wanted to see if you wanted to do something. It seemed like we did more stuff when I wasn't over here versus when I'm here. And it's just like, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm busy, Dawson. You know, I, I told you this is my life. And I'm just like, I'm like, Jen, you, you can loosen up. I'm like, Jen, you can loosen up a little bit, Jen. Yeah. I didn't like, like, <laughs> ladies, don't do this type of stuff. Don't just, like, don't just have this, I guess, passive aggressiveness. I guess that's what they call it, passive aggressiveness. And then, you know, the, the, your, your boyfriend has no idea what's going on. Please stop doing this. Talk to him. Yeah, talk to him. Tell him what's wrong. And um, so Dawson says, well, listen, I'm not like your other boyfriends. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm not going to cheat on you. And he said, I'm going to the movies. Now, if you want to come with me, you can. If not, I'll see you when I get back. Yeah, Dawson walks away. Smooth sailing, Dawson. Love it. I love it. Smooth sailing. Now, season one, Dawson, would have fucked that up. <laughs> Severely. What? You and already I, know. And I probably would have told Dame to throw the oop. Just, <laughs> and, throw I'd the have, oop? And, and I'd have had a dunk on him. Woo-hoo. But we don't got to do that this time. No, we don't. He's probably one of the few people in this episode that's not going to get dunked on. That's not going to get 30. Round of applause for Dawson Leary. Round of applause. Yay. Now, Jack comes to the room that he supposed that he was supposed to be in. And, you know, Eric's like, yo, how, how'd you find me? I'm like, man, probably that loud-ass Madden game you was playing. Like, we, we knew the whole game. Like, when, when, they, when he... <laughs> When Jack enters the room, you see the. I think that's Madden. So we got Madden and Game Boy Advance in this episode. So that's awesome. I, I like when they incorporate, you know, the video games here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I remember in like a season two, I think it was or one, where Pacey was playing Crash Bandicoot. So that was. It's always nice to see that they're kind of <laughs> keeping up with the times. But uh, yeah, he was playing some Madden. You know, Eric's like, man, how, how did how'd you find this place? And then you know, <laughs> Jack is like, well, it wasn't hard. Yeah. So so. So Eric tells Jack, like, hey, um, you know, I just wasn't comfortable, you know, with you being in the room, you, you being openly gay and all. You know, Eric, I, I got to give Eric some props. You know, he, he does admit, um, you know, that he doesn't want people to think that he's gay. And he also admits that he's, you know, he's a bit homophobic. And, he was on this, though. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know how easy that would have been. I think I think back then it was probably a little easier because you know I, I don't know if if gay people were I don't think gay people were as accepted so it would have been like a little bit more um, normal to sort of say something like that and like, even though he delivers these lines it takes him a time to deliver these lines because you know he 
he's trying to gaslight Jack, not necessarily in a bad way, but he doesn't want to make, make Jack feel bad. He, did, he doesn't say he want to, you know, push the red button, but Jack kind of forces him in the corner to tell the truth, mm-hmm. and, and he does, um, which is a good thing. Like, but, but saying that in today's world, like, man, you might get shunned. Yeah. You might get canceled. Yeah. If you said he was homophobic now. But, uh, you know, Jack says, you know what, if you, if you want to have a real conversation, let me know. Until then, have a nice life. I know that I know that stung because you know I know Eric Eric, Eric likes Jack right you know he thinks Jack is cool and you know he wants to have Jack around you know he, I can see how somebody could want Jack you know to be his friend you know yeah, yeah. And, and I understand cool dude cool dude you yeah. know yeah. so the next thing you know Audrey walks you know into the dorm you know kicks off her shoes <laughs> and says being a waitress is a bitch and Audrey. <laughs> Audrey tells Joey that also Audrey gets on her bed and starts like going to sleep and and Joey's like, Well, I hope you don't think you're sleeping on my bed. But Audrey says, Well, I can't help it if your bed is the closest bed to the door. <laughs> and you know, and Joey's like, Yeah, what are you doing? Like, uh, we are not gonna be able to sleep in here together and Audrey's like, you know what, don't don't worry, Joey. This will be the most action this bed has ever seen. <laughs> I love how Audrey delivers it. I love I, I love how busy Phillips delivers this line. The way she she turns around, she faces Joey, and she says that it is it, and it almost looked like like <laughs> as he as he would like kind of say like like Joey, it's okay. I'll I'll make sure we got some action in this bed. <laughs> almost like she's gay. Like come on to Joey or something like. Yeah, I got you. Say like, the bed's lonely. It won't be lonely forever. You know, so Joey tells Audrey, you know, they well, well, guess what? Someone asked me out, and she's like, "Let me guess, you said no." Oh, <laughs> Audrey, Audrey knows what Joey so well. So you know, Joey was like, "Well, you know, it's this guy named Elliot. He's kind of cute in a in a Christmas Glover kind of way." And then it's, I think it was, I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but uh, but Joey's like, "I thought it was, I think he was one of your flings." And Audrey's like, I didn't, I didn't sleep with him because he kept, he came in here, but he kept talking about how, how much he liked you. Like he, he was basically a buzzkill. Oh, wow. And then Joey was like, Well, why didn't you say this before? But Audrey was like, Well, I, I didn't think to mention it. Not until I figured out that you think he was so cute and all. Hey. Damn. So he didn't get nothing. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. He, he, he didn't, he didn't do nothing. Nah. Nah, he, he shot the fadeaway, but he missed it. I don't think he, but he shot for Joey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He bricked that one. Yeah. But I don't know. He might, he might get the rebound and put it back up and see what happens. I ain't doing nothing with that. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't doing, they don't know what to do with that, man. So he going to get the rebound, but he going to miss again. Huh? Yeah, he going to airball that stuff. So the next scene, Melanie and Pacey are back on the boat. Ooh. And I guess it's kind of um, some some steamier music starts to play some something a little bit more, I guess exotic so to speak, but it's like a casual exotic, you know theme starts to arrive in this scene. So Melanie and Pacey talking back and forth, they kind of got some good chemistry. I wouldn't say as good as chemistry as Audrey and Pacey, but it just seems like Pacey's chemistry with women is just always immaculate. Well, there's Melanie, Joey, yeah. Andy, Audrey, even Jen, you know, they all, they, he, you know, he got this, he got this way with women. the heart. You know, but, it's like, it's in there. But some reason, 
He couldn't get that girl from season two to well put on Heroes. Ali Larder. For some reason, he couldn't get Ali Larder, though. But, uh, I think she had a boyfriend, but I forget. But anyway. <laughs> so, Melanie says that she sees Pacey as, you know, as a cell boy kind of guy with a margarita in his hand and something else in the other hand. And Pacey's like, oh, like what what other thing? And Melanie's like, well, well me, hopefully. <laughs> Paraphrasing there, of course. You know, so Pacey asks about, because they start going back and forth a little bit. And then you know, Pacey's like, well, what about you? What do you, do you have any aspirations or dreams? And then she says, um, no, not necessarily right now. I, I, I like my life right now. I got my school. I got my friends. And, um, I think, you know, she's like, she's like, I got a good life here. I think when she said that, I think it rung a bell for Pacey. Because she says that about herself, and Audrey also reminded him earlier, like, hey, you know, you, you got a good life here, you know? Yeah. You know, and um, so Melanie says, you know, that summer that we had, uh, last summer that we had, I will remember that uh, for ages as I get older and I always bring a smile to my face, and Pace is like, yeah, me too. Um, so have, have you ever had a girl where y'all just had like a summer fling and it was just a summer thing and that was it? And that, whether y'all better to be or not, but it was a summer thing and you like never saw her again. Never seen her again. Well, at least y'all never like hooked up or nothing again. Um, but it was just it was just it was just a summer thing. No, not really. How about you. Whether it was a summer thing or not, that escapes me in the moment, but. There were women that I talked to in, in segments of my life where, you know, we just had, you know, something physical uh, and it had maybe had the potential to go further, but that was it. And you know, we kind of we kind of left it there because we know it was best, but we knew at some point it was going to end. But, you know, we just we just enjoying our, ourselves for that moment. You know, I've had a few segments of women like that when I was single, of course, but um, yeah, it has happened. I don't know if it was specifically in the summer. But it has happened. Um, so Pacey asks, you know, hey, what's some of the other guy you was talking about? And then, you know, Melanie's like, well, we can talk about that other guy. We can do this. And she starts kissing Pacey, and uh, you know, he he picks that other. And then the music, the music starts to get a little bit more that you know that erotic, you know, classic. Well, I don't know if it's a classic, but that kind of the erotic, you know smooth tone you know the, the, the music starts to pick up as they kiss and I'm like oh okay <laughs> came out of nowhere huh? I ain't gonna lie Jennifer, Jennifer Morrison looks excellent in this scene she, I mean she looks excellent the whole episode but in this scene specifically she definitely looks really gorgeous and I, I just like how, I just like her style in this in this episode she's really kind of like flowy and it's just I, I don't know it's almost like she has like this vibe like nothing can bother her like she ain't had a bad day in 10 years or something like that <laughs> I, li I like the vibe bad day in 10 years you know, so the next morning Melanie you know she has to go you know so they, they talk back and forth Paige's like hey you know we can uh, I can walk you out we can go stop somewhere and she's like nah it's okay I, I gotta go you know and they kiss before you know she leaves and stuff like that so you know she's, she's kind of uh you know, a little bit of a smooth operator, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta watch her, man. You know, Dangerous. Smooth operator. operator. <laughs> sing, there, sing it. Hey, so in the next scene, you know, Dawson is, is going to the bathroom, and Jen's right behind him this time, and, uh, you know, 
Jen's like, hey, you know, basically she kind of like, hey, I, I got you, uh, I got you a toothbrush. Um, I forget specifically what she says, but she's like, I, basically, I got you a toothbrush. And, you know, Dawson's like, okay, you know. And then Jen starts to tell Dawson, you know, how scary it is to look good for someone that always really sees you. And I, I, I get, you know, I, I get, you know, why, I totally get why she was feeling what she was feeling. I just think she could have dropped the act after that first scene. Like, after that first yeah, scene, yeah, please. it's like, it's like, like Jen, you could have, all right, you had your moment, you know, you, you basically, you know, Forced Dawson out of the <laughs> out of the bathroom without brushing his teeth after using this toothbrush. Mm. Cool, but it's like, all right, let's let's you know. In the scene when Dawson seen you outside and y'all was talking, you could let that you could let that go, you know, or at least you could have told him right then and there. You know, but I guess it wouldn't have made much of an episode if if, if she did that. You know, Dawson's like, hey, you know, right, thanks, uh, you know, thanks for the toothbrush. I, I like how Dawson is, is is handling everything in this episode when it comes to, because there's so many parts where he could have just blew up. Like the old Dawson would have left. He'd have heard that Jen situation on the radio and heard her talking like that. The old Dawson, like season one Dawson, would, uh, it, it would probably have been a five episode <laughs> arc, arc about you know Jen and why she did that. But you know. Dawson, you know, he's mature and he's maturing and he's understanding how to, you know, handle things just a little bit differently. So Joey goes, you know, and knocks on, on Elliot's door. I, I think she kind of like, go, she goes to his door at first and she she gets a little, I don't know if she gets nervous, but she I think she gets one of those moments which is like, you know, maybe this is not a good idea. So she walks away and comes back and she goes to knock and Elliot ends up opening up the door. Mm. So Elliot opens up the door, and you know, Joey tells Elliot, "Hey, you know, I, I kind of thought something did happen that day, and what I thought happened didn't happen that day." I'm paraphrasing, of course. And then Elliot's like, "Well, you're you talking about uh, me sleeping with your roommate, right? I, I didn't sleep with your roommate." So, you know, you know, Joey. Now that she got that clarification that, you know, he didn't sleep with the roommate. So she, you know, she feels a little bit more comfortable around him. It was see, this is a uh, <laughs> Julia. I love you. Now, here's the thing about Joy, right? It, now, earlier she kind of made it seem like now we know why she did what she did, but man, it's kind of like she made it seem like this dude had no shot. Um, but but now it's kind of like okay, I. I get why she did it, but it's just the the switch up is just kind of is just kind of wild for me a little bit. It's you know, a little wild. You know what, Doris? And what I saw was when he brought up the um the party, and when she realized that that he could have slept with um Audrey, she she right there cut him off. So so her finding out that he not that he never did, and the whole night he talked about her. Then she was back on what she thought her first day. You know, it could have, you know, because she stopped and, you know, and just listened to him talk. And that's the first thing he, he like, basically, he was, he brought that up. So he he got canceled by her thinking that. So, it, it, like, the switch is not that, not that surprising to me that because. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that back because, um, no, you're right. You're 100% right. I'll take that back. I was going. I was going to go on Joey for a second. It was misplaced, because um, I also got. I also got to give Joey this, 
Because she also says, you know what? She she initiates and she says, you know something, let's let's start over. And then she asks him for a coffee date. You know, she does do that, so my bad, Joey. And um you know, Crispin Glover goes, uh, well, I, I got class. <laughs> and then Joey's kind of like, okay, he looks a little disappointed. And then she said, no, nah, I'm playing. I just want to see if you were disappointed. I was like, I said, okay, Elliot. All right. Russell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they walk together, and then the scene's over. The next scene, Jack drops off the keys, and he's quitting. He's not quitting the fraternity, but he, he doesn't want to live there anymore. Man, Jack is like, no, I don't want to live there under these circumstances. And Eric like, he, he walks out the door. Eric's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jack. Um, I apologize again, man, that, um, about the whole roommate thing. And, you know, I, I think Eric, you know, you know, handles this. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. He handles this fairly well. And, you know, and then he says, um, he says, hey, you know what, you know, Jack, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind being your roommate, you know, if you, uh, you know, want to come back, you know what I mean? And Jack was like, you know what? Uh, Jack, Jack kind of gave it up like, you know, that, that's pretty double of you. He said, but you know what, let me think about it. And they shake hands. And, and, then, and, they, and then Jack goes and leaves. I, I thought that was a good scene, you know. Because um, this, this could have went. This whole scene, or this whole, this whole story uh, plot could have went way differently. So I, I think it went fairly well. So in, in the last scene, Audrey comes um, to the boat. Uh, to kind of see Pacey out because he because supposedly he's going to go you know sell sell the seas. And, um, that's some great ba- banter between Audrey and Pacey. Audrey tells Pacey to come out, come out, and the whole and the whole gang is there. I'm like, okay, so the whole gang is there, and everybody trying to congratulate Pacey on on uh, you know what he's getting ready to do. And and uh, and, and Joey Joey's really excited for him. And Dawson even gets him a gift. You know, he gets him a gift. I, it looked like a. I don't know what that gift was. It was hard to tell what it was. It looked like a piece of a saxophone, and then you know, and Joey's like, uh, you know, whenever you're, you know, on C, um, you know, this is basically she's like, it's kind of something to, you know, to think about those people that's back in Boston when you get back. But, but the gag is, <laughs> uh, shout out to Kiki Palmer. You know, the, the gag is, Pace is not going. Yeah, <laughs> Pace is like, you know what, um. And I got I got a good life here. I'm happy here, and there's nothing for me to to run away from. Mm. I thought that was a great line, man. I, I thought that was a uh, Prado. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just happy he feels that way. I'm really happy he feels that way. Yeah, he right. He always running to. He always trying to run for some. For one of the first times in his life, he don't got to run no more. Yeah, I, know, I think the stuff that he was running away from was was uh, was feasible. Like in season four, where he leaves to go do his own thing, you know, with the we were breaking up with Joey, the the promise episode, and just you know how Dawson is still um, somehow accidentally kind of being a uh, a bridge between the two of them, even though that is partially Pacey's fault. You know, he probably should have never definitely yeah. <laughs> You know, but at the same time, I mean, I, I can understand how that could be a lot for him, and you know why he why he would want to you know run away from that quote unquote. But uh, but yeah, man, who's MVP? First of all, I mean, I'm, I'm I gotta be honest. I'm gonna sit up. Um, this season been kind of boring. This episode <laughs> was boring. I mean, um. Uh man, it's 
it's kind of hard. Um, MVP. Nobody really excited me this episode. Um. Uh, I don't really, I don't really have one. I, I, I not like this episode. The season been a little bit, uh, a little bit boring. I, I just needed to pick it up. I don't, I don't, I don't have one. I'm gonna MVP. I don't feel like nobody really stepped out. Like, oh my God, you see that? Nah, nobody did anything. You know, besides you want to say Dawson. He he acting more mature and doing things differently. Besides that, everybody just kind of like I said I don't know. What about you, who's your MVP? Um, hmm. I I personally like I, I like this episode. I'm gonna say it's one of my favorite. I, I liked it though. Um. I think there's a lot of people that did a lot of good stuff in this episode. I like, you know, Jack's story and how he kind of, you know, stands up for itself. I like, I think Audrey was great in this episode. Um, I love Dawson in this episode. Graham's had some moments. Um, so my MVP will be between those four. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to Dawson because of this. Because of the growth, because because of 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 who Dawson was in season one, and how he would took what Jen did in this episode out of context and yeah, true. probably to the point where he would have been out of bounds and out of character. Mm-hmm. But the way he handled it now, especially that speech when he's like, um, "I'm not going. I'm not your other boyfriends. You know, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to cheat on you." Now, I love how he calmly said that. And he says, well, I'm going to go to the movies. If you want to come. I just like how he handled it. You know, so I'm, I'm going to give it to Dawson. So what would you rate the episode on a scale from 1 to 10? Mm, Six. Six. I, I give it a 7. I, I give it a solid 7. Um, I, I had this episode. I mean, not, not one of my, it wouldn't be in my top 25 favorite episodes of Dawson's Creek. But I, I think it was enjoyable for looking at this. For, for where we're at in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have a show like this and it has, you know, maybe Dawson's Creek might, might have ran one too many seasons. I don't know. Um, when when these type of characters come out of high school, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a little bit I, yeah. I can see it's always been a little bit challenging to to create storyline for these characters and because even with other shows like Sister Sister, yeah, or nine hundred two one zero where they you know even like Saved by the Bell. See, so yeah, somehow, they, yeah, college years, yeah, you know, a yeah, a little different. Like, like, that high school, the high school spark is different. It just hits differently. When they get out of high school, you, you, they they always find some weird way to cut, to have them all together, which is like, you know, which is like unrealistic. Like how, like how many times are you gonna have a group of friends like this? I think the cool, I think the coolest, um, and you know what, it was it wasn't the whole group. But to me, I think the coolest one, one of the best ones is um, probably um, um, Kim, Kim Parker. Like, I, I think Kim going to college. Okay. But, but Monique, um, mm-hmm. Nikki being her mom, and they both go. Like, that made that made that, that thing a whole lot better. I don't think it would have been good with this Moesha and Kim and them. 
going to college. I don't think it's been as good. Yeah. Nikki made Nikki made that, and her daughter made it really funny in a in a, in a good show. You know, so they kind of just switched it up and and, and gave Nikki or Monique to her own show with that. But they had the kids going to college. That's pretty good, too. But you're right. You don't really see a lot of at the high school. It's like, even with the Boy Meets World. Yeah, after the the high school years, it it, kind of just. To me, it got a little more, got a little too dramatic. Yeah, it, it turned they, into a core to paying up whatever. They trying too hard to make it like a, um, a storyline. I think like soap opera a little bit. Yeah, yeah I felt like um, I gotta watch that again one day. But that's how that's how I remember it. Like even in One Tree Hill when they left out of high school, it, it, it to me the high school years was was way better than that. Nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, nine hundred two one zero. That's yeah. another one. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what? That is true. So when you get when you get to these get to these points, dial down. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like I I think it's hard to make episodes. It might I, I'm not trying to overhype the episode, but it's kind of hard to make episodes like this count. And you know, it kind of counts. You know, this this, this season kind of counts. You know, Dawson loses his virginity. Dawson's dad dies. So now we got Jen, then we got Dawson and Jen together, um, which is kind of interesting because. You know, we never seen them really in a real. Like they had a relationship before, but it, it, it but it didn't really feel like a a, a, a real real relationship. Now, didn't. yeah, now they both like each other equally. It's, it's not one <laughs> liking more than the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the key. That's the key word. Equally, yeah. It felt like it wasn't at first. It was a landslide in, in the first season for sure. Um, and I, I think they're a good couple. We got the audition of Audrey. Um, Jack is getting a new life. Um, Pacey's doing his thing, you know. Joey is her storylines are not the best, but it she's here. Um, <laughs> she's here. Yeah. So um, yeah. So it's like it's like versus what this could have been. I, I don't think this. I, I give it a seven. You know, this is, I don't think this is bad. Well, this is our episode uh, for this week, and hopefully you guys enjoy. You can follow us on Instagram or X or Twitter, whatever they call it, at Dawson Black Ten. Hit us up. Ask us some questions. Email us some questions. We need your questions. We need uh, your att- we need your compliments. You know, like Audrey, yes, yes, come you on. know, complimented Pacey. You know, we need that. You know, from y'all. You know, what I'm saying, no matter what you say, we understand. We we Damon Keith. You know, this is Keith, aka Dame. We Dawson, Dawson Black. Black, looking good, Billy Ray. Woo.